Life, episode 225, Community Reacts. I am Mark, aka Wingman709, and with me, as always, is my goodest, bestest buddy, Rob. Yo, 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 what up, what up? Also known as Presar on this Xbox Live. You like how I said that? This Xbox Live? Um, okay. Or, yeah, anyway. <laughs> You can reach out to us and see our <laughs> website at thisxboxlife.com. Yes. Or you can, if you're on Xbox Live, you can talk to Mr. Presar, uh, yes. who will always jump in your party, is always willing to talk and game with you all the time. <laughs> okay, I will hook up my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, all right, I got to start the week. Um, initially... I uh, was going to last week, and I, uh, first of all, let me start off because this came at the request of Rob, <laughs> and it also I was planning to do this anyways. Um, last couple of weeks we've talked because of the gun violence or in video games and stuff like that. We've had a lot of kind of political discussion, and uh, there's been a lot of um, Second Amendment stuff going on and firearms, whether we should have them or we shouldn't. So I made some comments last week, and I wanted to clarify the things I was talking about because when I was talking about the um, some stuff, I didn't have the stats in my face because we had all our video game stuff in our face and on our screens. So I pulled everything, posted it all out, made it nice little screen here, got my little script, if you will, so I can excite exactly right. what I was talking about. And now, I'm, and I also want to bring this up because one of our UK listeners basically said I was wrong on my stats on the UK. So I wanted to um, give the facts that I was trying to talk about the other day. I just didn't have them in, in front of me. And I should have. So I was wrong for not having the stuff in front of me, um, which I do have today. And then there'll be one after that. There, uh, There's a, a someone else sent, uh, sent us an email, and I wanted to respond back to them as well. And then we will be done with it. If you guys want to spot off and say how wrong we are, how wrong I am, whatever, that's your right. And uh, we can all agree to disagree. Um, and, so, it's, and it's okay to have a right. Yeah, and we're Every, well, everybody not should. Only if you're in the U.S. for our, for anybody outside the U.S., you don't have the right. <laughs> well, it, actually, it's the other way around. It's, it's the other way around. We're told we have the rights, but we don't. Everybody That's else true. Does. We really don't live in a free society either. So it's we, all smoke we just and think mirrors. we do, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's all a ruse. We're free to pay taxes. We're free to pay more taxes. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> as Rob is so happy to do. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Especially with, uh, you know, as as I'm sure all of the people here in the U.S. have uh, gotten their first paychecks for 2013. And are wondering, hey, yes. wait a minute. Mr. Obama said he wasn't raising my taxes. Well, then where'd all my money go? Yeah, they raised your taxes on you. There goes my gaming money. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Oh, well, there you go. I guess it cures the violence of video games because no one can afford to buy video games anymore. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. What a wonderful uh, what a wonderful president we have. Anyway. All right, anyways. Um, Any... But uh, are we going to do this? This is our random stuff. It's going to be our last week. We're going to get back focused fully on video games. So I, I don't want people to get sick of us and thinking we're this gun life or something. So... But anyways, what I, I wanted to reiterate what I talked about last week to clarify the facts um, that I had stated. Um, so I was told that uh, by one of our UK listeners that my facts were false regarding the U.S. and the U.K. 
Now, my stats are taken directly from the FBI crime stats. These are from the year 2011. Obviously, the 2012 just ended, so all these stats aren't compiled at anywhere. So we got to go on 2011. In the U.S., the homicides with firearms, now this is homicides, uh, was 7,923. U.K. homicides with firearms were 59. So there's a huge difference in homicides with firearms. And that's typically what most people will go at is, oh, well, the U.S. is a lot higher in deaths with firearms than the U.K. U.K. is out a lot of uh, guns, so we have a lot less. So, I mean, what do they do? They, they get up close? <laughs> no, it's, still fire, it's still firearms. These are still. So those 59. No, but I mean, not, how do they do it? <laughs> do they use uh, crowbars? Well, and... you use probably cars and grenades. Yeah. And, uh, grenades. I don't know if a rocket launcher is considered a firearm. Railgun. Rocket launcher. I don't know what railguns. <laughs> a BFG. Um, you know, slingshots, maybe. <laughs> um, but anyways... So it sounds like it sounds like pretty good. Like, wow, the UK's got it figured out, right? My first question is if out if guns are outlawed, then why did fifty nine people still die from firearms? If you don't have any guns, they're I mean, because they're banned, they're outlawed, period. So if you don't have any, then why are fifty nine people still dying? Hmm. Okay, that that's kind of my question. If you've outlawed them and they're not allowed to be there, then why are people still dying from them? Okay, whether it's fifty nine compared to eight thousand. It's still oh, and the eight thousand. These are now. If you look at the FBI stats, I think it's like eleven thousand. But I've taken out the ones that were justified. I've taken out all the justified um, shootings from the cops. Okay, so we're not counting. This is not counting a cops shooting criminals. Okay, this is so I've taken out all the stuff that that was not just random firearm shootings okay the justifiable right. stuff was removed because it was like eleven thousand something so you take that out the actual number is just under eight thousand okay so that sounds pretty good in the uk you, you might think that from the numbers that fewer guns means less crime so i wanted to see if that holds water the u.s has the highest gun ownership rate in the world okay we're number one yeah woohoo number one baby number one <laughs> we have 88 guns for every 100 people so, like I said, we're first in the world for gun ownership. Yemen, this surprised me. And this is, I thought this was kind of interesting because we could kind of share something that's really shocked me that Yemen, a, a small country, is Are, are they in Africa? I mean, they're, I don't um, know my they're, uh, geography. Saudi Arabia. Very okay, south so, of Saudi Arabia. Okay, so Middle East. Gotcha. It's, yeah, it's a really tiny little country. <laughs> yeah. And they're number two with 54.8 guns per 100 people. Now, if we use the same thought process that people might would automatically get from the very first set of numbers of the 8,000 compared to the 59 uh, deaths, okay, between the U.S. and U.K., you might think that, and using that same logic, you might think, well, well, the U.S. is first in firearm homicide rates, right? Using the same logic? Mm -hmm. Well, that would be wrong. The U.S. is number 28 in gun homicides with 2.97 homicides per 100,000 people. The UK has the second highest overall crime rate in the EU. They are the fifth highest robbery rate, the fourth highest burglary rate, and Britain has been named as the most violent country in the EU in the EU. Now, so we're going to we're going to 
bunch this down even further here, and we're going to give you violent crimes. We're going to talk about how many violent crimes happen per population, right? Because that's what we all want to avoid, right? We want to avoid the reason I have guns in my home is to avoid a violent crime. Because just because someone breaks in, if I'm home, chances are, what you know, they know that someone's home if they're breaking in and they're doing a, a burglary with somebody in there. Chances are they plan to do harm to the family. But you never know. Maybe they mistaken the house, thought it was empty, busted in, we're just going to rob it and leave. But we all have weapons because we want to protect our families. So it's those violent crimes that I wish to avoid. In the UK, they have 2,000 and they had 2,034 violent crimes for every 100,000 people. In the U.S., they had 466 violent crimes per 100,000 people. That's a huge difference. And so you look at the U.K. where guns are outlawed and people aren't allowed to have them and they don't have them, right? You're still having homicides with firearms, so it didn't stop the homicides. And you're, you're, you got four times... Um, uh, I'm sorry, five times the amount of violent crimes in your country compared to the U.S., which is the number one in handgun ownership. In, in, you know, so as the NRA said, the only way to stop a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. The proof is right there in the facts. That's where I'm coming from. That's why I believe we should have guns. That's why I think every country, people should have the right to defend their family. Because a bad guy, look at that UK homicide number, 59 homicides with firearms. Those were probably criminals. I doubt those were any law-abiding citizens that committed those crimes. Because the law-abiding citizens got rid of their guns. The criminals don't. That's what people don't seem to get. The criminals are not going to follow the law just because you, you know, you got a criminal out there with a 19-round magazine in his handgun, which does exist because that's what mine holds. Yep. And do you think because, like, New York just passed the law you can't have more than 10? Do you think all these crooks are going to turn their magazines in? No. Now they know they can get into a shootout with a homeowner or a law-abiding citizen. They can let them shoot their 10. Guess what? They're empty. I still have nine more if you, if you traded shot for shot. It doesn't change anything because criminals do not follow the law, period. All right, so that that goes on my facts. I wanted to get my facts out to our UK listener. And, and again, I, I didn't take any offense to his response to me, and I didn't take any offense to the next email that came in, um, which they even stated they didn't want, they weren't trying to be rude. Um, and I'll, I'll read his whole email. And I didn't take offense to it. Yeah, and plus, you know, with emails, you know, people can easily you know, <laughs> misinterpret them as being rude when they're not. Right. So it was nice and, that. They and said I don't that. want to come across rude. I I have some energy and excitement in in <laughs> inflections and you're passionate. passionate about this. Um, it, it's something. It's a very serious. So I want I to read the second email, and then and then we'll be done with this topic, and we'll move on to gaming. Oh, and and by the way, I think. Uh, Actually, let me just take a look at this real quick. Because uh, one thing I was kind of excited about was I believe that they used our web form to submit, so it is working. Yes, yes, this email. Yes, thank you, because this email oh, came through our form. Yes, it did. 
No, wait. Yes, it did. <laughs> yes, it did. Okay. <laughs> Just go. I'm, I'm looking at the wrong one. Okay. Yeah, this one came through the form. Uh, so, anyways, he wrote it to me. And he says, Mark, I'm sorry to say your views on politics are ridiculously hypocritical. How can you say our government is stomping on civil liberties? Okay, so he's from the U.S., so just to make sure everybody's on the same page. How can you say our government is stomping on civil liberties, trying to take our guns in the best interest of the people, but you're okay with racial profiling at airports in the best interest of the people? Okay, so I want to answer his question. I'm going to stop. He's got a lot more here, but I want to answer him because it's not hypocritical. You're stomping on the the government wanting to invoke more gun laws, more uh, restrictions on guns, saying you can't have the ability to protect yourself and saying, you know, everything that they're saying. Again, who are the people that are being targeted? They're targeting the law-abiding citizens uh, in, in the state of New York. If you have a magazine that exceeds 10 rounds, you have, which you bought uh, a month ago, you bought it legal, legal to own it. Now today, it's illegal to own it. And you have one year to either sell it to someone out of state, which to me, if you're trying to get rid of the guns everywhere, why would you say it's okay to sell it to someone in your neighboring state? You sell it to a criminal who's going to bring it into your state and commit crimes. I guess that's okay. Again, it just shows the, the, the lack of thought process here. But now these law-abiding people, who have done nothing wrong, who have purchased firearms to protect their families, are now going to become criminals if they don't turn those magazines in and buy smaller capacity magazines. They have one year. Otherwise, it becomes a crime. So you're taking law-abiding citizens and making them criminals. Okay? And the racial profiling is who was it that flew the airplanes into the, uh, into the World Trade Center? There was no 90-year-old white woman American in a wheelchair that overtook an airplane and, and, and blew up the World Trade Center. So it, it makes no sense to, to sit and say we're going to target the people that aren't going to do anything anyways and let the guy that looks like a terrorist walk right through because you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. And that's the way this country has turned into. You can't do, you know, it's illegal. We have the freedom of speech. And everybody's saying, well, we have the freedom of speech, but there's restrictions on that too. Yes, there are restrictions. You can't yell fire in a theater. But just because you're not allowed to yell fire in a theater, we don't make everybody wear a gag when they walk into a theater to see a movie. You don't, you don't turn them into a criminal and assume they're going to do something illegal when they're going to watch a movie. What you do is if someone goes into that movie and they yell fire, they get prosecuted and they're a criminal. The same should happen on the gun side on the Second Amendment. Treat the Second Amendment the same as the first. You prosecute the criminals. You don't prosecute and criminalize the, the uh, legal law-abiding citizens. And that's the difference. Okay, So it's not hypocritical. It's applying the same basis that you would to the First Amendment to the Second Amendment. Um, Okay, so he says, let's move on. He says, you should try to be part of an informed electorate and diversify your news on the chance that maybe Fox has a biased point of view. I hear more facts on The Daily Show and Colbert Report than I do on news networks like Fox, MSNBC, and CNN. 
All right, I'm going to stop again. Is Fox skewed? Yes, Fox has a conservative viewpoint. It's like the one network on the uh, one news outlet that is conservative. Uh, MSNBC and CNN are very left-leaning. Okay, that I, I'm not going to disagree with you. But to say you get more facts from the Daily Show and the Colbert Report, wow. I mean, I want people to think about that. That, that sounds sarcastic to me. I mean, I, I no, I, okay, that, okay. Well, let's read on and see what he said. Okay, okay. Okay. On top of your views, it sound like a carbon copy of a Fox broadcast. Your facts are wrong. You were wrong in saying the United Kingdom has a higher crime rate, even though they don't allow their citizens or police to carry guns. First of all, I never said their police couldn't carry guns. I, I said their citizens are not allowed to have guns. I would assume their police force does have guns. Um, I've never been to the UK. Uh, never got a chance to go. Wanted to when I was in Europe, but never got to. But I certainly don't think, I don't imagine their cops are running around with no guns. That would seem kind of crazy. According to the United Nations Office on Drug and Crime, the U.S. has exactly four times the homicide rate as the U.K. Okay, so we go back up to the homicide rate. We actually have a lot more than four times because it was 59 in the U.K. compared to 8,000 in the U.S. So his facts are wrong. It's much higher than four. Okay? So, again, okay. yeah, my, his point is proven we're higher, but his facts are wrong. Because he says exactly four times the homicide rate. It's more like, what, 20 times? <laughs> One million. Yeah. Okay. So the day you put yourself on a podium and decide to distribute news, be it pop culture, po political, or video game news, you became a reporter and or journalist. As a reporter, you have a responsibility to distribute information that you know to be fact. When you carelessly distribute another person's information without vetting it for accuracy, you lose all credibility. I can hear factless speculation and redistribution wrong info from anyone on the internet. I listen to you because I have higher, higher expectations. I believe you should diversify your news intake to have the most rounded point of view. I apologize if my email has a hostile tone. That is not my intent. I only ask that you follow the link below to the Daily Show's website and watch the video that will explain the problems our administration has with our current gun laws. You have to watch the first two videos back to back. They'll load automatically. And he points me to these two links. Now I'm going to say, I went and watched them. Okay? I went and watched them. And I was rolling my eyes the whole time, I'll be honest. But so I watched these two different clips of The Daily Show. Of That's John a condition. And, <laughs> That's and, your condition. And, and okay, so he says, thanks for your times, PJ. Okay? I'm not going to get out of his gamer tag. It's just His nickname's PJ. Yep. I don't want anybody slamming anyone on this. I didn't say who sent me the one from the UK. I have a lot of respect for everybody. I really do. And I don't have a problem with either of these two guys calling me out. Okay. Um, but all I can say, PJ, is that I feel that you lose total credibility when you get your facts from a comedy show. If you do a Google search and you look up The Daily Show, the headline for their main site is listed as, and I quote, The Daily Show with Jon Stewart, political comedy, fake news. There, I mean, it. there is no facts. And, and everything he was going off on was just, it's a routine. It's a comedy routine. All I'm going to say is, 
don't get your facts from a comedy routine. They're doing stuff. They're spinning everything, too, because they need to be funny. It's all about ratings. It's just like Fox. It's just like MSNBC and CNN. It's all money, monetary driven. We have, I have listened to some of the other news channels, but their bias is so horrible and goes against everything I believe that, yes, I do watch Fox News. And uh, I've not made any qualms with that, and I have no problems with following them. They're not the only source where I get my news, um, but it's the one I think is the most accurate. But don't put all your eggs into a comedy routine. That is not real news. Um, but I do thank both guys for writing in. And, uh, again, we're done with this topic. Um, I, know it, I know it's heated. A lot of people probably hate it. You know, I'm very pro-gun. There's, I know we have anti-gun people that listen. I know we have pro-gun people that listen. So we're going to get back to video games. Um, and I'm not even, you know, again, it was brought up, you know, we may see some things coming into uh, the video game world because Obama did sign an executive order to uh, do some research on gun violence. They're going to mm. gonna spend, that's where your tax dollars are, Rob. Yeah, yeah. So Got to go and see if... You know, Obama thinks we need to um, study video games, and uh, the CDC is going to be doing it to see if uh, playing video games turns us all into whack jobs. You know what? I need to be a consultant for them. It'll make a lot of money. <laughs> uh, 50, okay, I need 50000 to investigate Borderlands 2. There you go. Yep. So. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Right. And you know that's going to happen, by the way. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They're gonna so a bunch of money's gonna be going to somebody that's sitting there in their basement playing a video game. Yeah. So I, they don't even to... have guns. I mean, that'll be it'll be like someone doesn't even have guns, so they can't even go out yeah. and do anything. But it, it's stupid. Um, I mean, it, it, one last thing. Where was it? You, if you got rid of all the guns, I want I want to bring up one thing about someone who killed a whole bunch of people without a gun. First of all, we just mentioned several terrorists that did not use a single gun. They used several airplanes to kill thousands of people. So should we outlaw airplanes? What about a wipe? No, I'm never what about cars? Them. Why do we I'm... still have cars? More people die yeah. from DUI and car wrecks and, you know, faulty mechanicals and, you know. Actually, uh, here in Illinois now, they put up uh, signs over the highways here in Chicago area. I don't know if they're in the rest of the state, but they actually have like how many deaths there are on the highway. Yeah, it's 957 in 2012, by the way. See, <laughs> so, see it every well, there day. you go. Your 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 automobiles. There was more people killed by cars there than there were handguns. And Chicago's the worst for gun murders. It was 500 and something last year. Yeah, 500 in and Chicago then, alone. <laughs> yeah, and then Aurora, which is somehow the second largest city in in Illinois had zero. <laughs> so we, why aren't we banning cars? So wait, um, and do you remember a guy named Timothy McVeigh? Yeah, he yeah. It was, he's a uh, explosive uh, personality. Right? Yeah. He didn't use a gun, but he killed 168 innocent people. He used a car, 19 children under the age of six. He injured over 680 people, but to this day you can still buy fertilizer. You can still buy racing fuel, and you can still rent a box truck. The point is guns are not the problem. Murderers will murder with or without a gun. 
that that's the whole gist of why all the program people are saying you didn't you don't need to focus on that that doesn't solve the problem you know the politicians just want to quickly do something to try to appease the people that you know it, it, it doesn't do anything so but anyways so be it right toe. we have no power because <laughs> this country voted this fruit loop in the office so <laughs> power to the other people yeah. All right, so Rob, cool. what do you have been playing? Right. <laughs> I have been playing Borderlands 2, and uh, it's it's pretty darn fun. Pretty darn fun. Enjoying it lots, and uh, I'm looking forward to uh, checking out the DLC once I finish it. You, you need to let me know when you're on sometime. I'll join you. Yes. And uh, Massive level 50... Soldier can tear everything up, drop both my turrets out, and I'll help. I'll help you clean house. <laughs> I love the turrets, dude. I was funny. We were playing the other day. I would run out into an area, toss both turrets, yeah. and just keep running. <clears throat> and someone was laughing at me, going, "You don't even shoot anybody. You just let your turrets do it all." And I'm like, "Yeah, I still get the XP whether I do it myself or the turrets do it. It doesn't exactly. I'm like, I must just keep moving on." <laughs> oh yeah. Actually, doesn't it give you like less experience point if the turret does it? Well, when I'm at level fifty already and I'm not getting anything, matter. it doesn't matter. <laughs> That's true. So, well, actually, no. It's uh, running over with the cars. That gets you really very little. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Not the turret. Yeah, I don't honestly know if a turret kill gives you any different than if you did it yourself. I'm not really positive. Yeah. It should be the same, I would hope. But I could see the whole car business. But uh, the one thing that I did notice that I don't remember from the first one is, okay, so I was running over some skags yeah. with the, uh, I forget what the vehicle's called. But uh, so I was running over them, and you <laughs> you got to roll back over them. It's like, you know, one run over doesn't kill them sometimes. And they're just kind of like laying there. <laughs> you maimed them, yeah. And then you got to, I would back up and get him again. That that wasn't in the first, was it? Uh, I think what? I think you run him over, it killed him. I think the bigger skags, I think you might have to run him over twice. Yeah. So. Oh, and we need to we need to say congratulations to the San Francisco 49ers and the Baltimore Ravens who are headed to the Super Bowl. Oh yes. I'm so glad New England's not going. <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I thought I'd get that in there. So for all you guys that are fans, the 49ers and Baltimore Ravens, congrats. Yeah, so. absolutely. So anyway, Borderlands 2 has uh, been pretty much the only thing I've been playing. How about you? I played Borderlands 2 as well this week, but I played yes. the new DLC. The Sir Hammerlock's Big Hunt or Big Game, big game Hunt. Hunt. Yeah. Beat it all in one night. The, uh, <laughs> like uh, with the DLC, is there any particular order that you recommend that they be played in, or just the order they were released in? I just been playing them in the order they were released. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I don't think it really makes a difference. Yeah. So they're all real good. Oh, and there was a weird thing that I was having uh, with Borderlands because they had the compatibility pack that was uh, still released. Annoying. Yeah. And I was having the download problem with it. Did you hear about that, or did you have that? No, I didn't have that problem with it. 
Yeah, it was. It's like a two hundred fifty ish meg download, and it would download to like ninety nine percent, and then somehow fail, and never complete. And then you know you start over again, and it did that for a couple of days, and then finally, I went up on uh, on the website for uh, the publisher, and they were saying that you know it's kind of a known problem, and they were going to fix it. And sure enough, like two days later, it just downloaded just fine. <laughs> I don't understand the whole compatibility pack. I don't get it. It's like I have to re-download it every time. Yeah, because there's there's uh, updates to it somehow. Yeah, I guess you can. People can still jump in your game, but if I'm playing on the DLC, are they seeing the stuff anyways? And and if they're seeing everything I'm seeing, so if you did if you didn't have the big game hunt, but you had the compatibility pack, would you still be able to jump into my game and play through all the missions? Because like, the compatibility pack is a heck of a lot smaller than the actual DLC, so it oh, couldn't sure. really have all all of the, the maps and, you know, everything that's there. So I don't really understand that. I need to look that up and see if they've got a better excl- explanation or a good explanation I wonder if it's just the items. I I don't know. You know? Oh, it's annoying that when I'm buying the DLC, I still have to get the, the, the compatibility pack. Yeah, like, because they, I don't play with that is chumps update. that don't have it. <laughs> yeah, so, so you don't play with chumps, period. That's right. <laughs> but anyway, why we never play, right? That's right. Hey, now low level. You're probably not. What level are is your character? Five. I think like ten. Ooh, ten. Hey, I'm proud of you. <laughs> See, you need to let me jump in. You'll you, you should jump in. To like my game, you'll rank. I won't up be able. Oh, yeah, you yeah. won't be able to kill nothing, but you'll be. Able I know. To, every kill I get, you'll be like, ding, ding. <laughs> oh, I died. Ding. Oh, I you'll died. Rank up real fast. Oh, I died. You just stay in a corner. <laughs> oh, I died again. <laughs> All right, but anyways, I played uh, Black Ops Two. Obviously, played some right. more multiplayer. Love it. It's fun. Excellent. Um, I went back and finished Marvel Superhero Squad. Uh, that was kind of a cute little game. I, I kind of enjoyed that one. Um, that's the one with the, where you pay it, you play on that tablet, that little pen tablet thing. Um, I forgot what it's called. I don't know. It's like a tablet. You draw on it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the you draw, that's it. <laughs> I was like, what is Oh, okay. <laughs> and of course, Far Cry 3 I played, so still working my way through the campaign and that's annoying, so... It, so it, has, it has frustrating moments. So you're crying. I'm crying, baby. Crying. All right, moving on. So that's it. That's what we played, right? We're done. Right till yes. All right. So let's. That get, is all. Let's get into our first topic here, let's. and that's the World Series of Poker Full House Pro. It's coming to Xbox Live Arcade and Windows 8. I think we're going to start seeing a lot of this cross-platform where you can play the game on Windows 8 or XBLA. Um, but Microsoft has announced a free-to-play, that kind of scares me, free-to-play sequel to the Full House Poker. It's called World Series of Poker Full House Pro. The new game ups the ante, get it, with, uh, it has ESPN announcers Lon McEachern Echern, and Norman Chad. Um, and the inclusion of real-world casinos. That might be nice. Get some different backgrounds to it. 
Players will start each day with a free stack of chips, which can be played at single tables or in tournaments. Uh, the game will be playable across 360 and Windows 8 with players able to start a game on one platform and continue on another. This will uh, this game will launch this spring. Cool. So we're getting you know getting some new stuff. Um, so let me look through some of these features. The gameplay features include free-to-play jump in and play with real competitors any time, day or night. Don't worry about losing your chips either because each day you'll receive a free stack of chips to kickstart your climb up the leaderboard where you can challenge players at any level you wish. With a constant stream of updates and new content, there will always be a reason to come back and see what's new. You can pick up and play across both platforms, like I said. Uh, there's a variety of game modes. There's single player mode to single table games and full-blown tournaments. Um, World Series of Poker on, ESP, on ESPN announcers. Um, well, like I said, they give uh, commentary to this. Now you can delve into the single-player game and learn the ropes before jumping online to test your metal. Special to games including eight head-to-head -head pro takedowns and an all-in pro takedown tournament. So I really like Full House Poker. It's been fun. So, I mean, I look forward to more. I think that's cool. I, the free-to-play makes me think that you're going to get some chips, and then once those are gone, you got to pay money real Microsoft points to buy more chips, which almost makes me feel like, isn't this, I guess you, you can get away with it because it's not real online gambling because you essentially couldn't win the Microsoft points back. Right. But I do see you're probably going to get a few things and it's never going to be enough to really get you going. You'll have to probably pay, um, but, you know, it says free to play, but... I wonder if they moved some uh, XBLA servers to the Caribbean. <laughs> well, then they'd have to be able to, if you won, be able to cash out for Microsoft points. <laughs> yeah. But, again, that'd be illegal. So I, I don't know if this, you know, it says free to play. I, I don't know. Usually when you see that, then there's microtransactions built in somewhere. So we'll have to see. But that comes out this spring. Cool. Hey, now... By the look of the imagery for this thing, it probably uses avatars, I'm guessing here, right? No, yeah, it's a sequel to the, the first one, which did use avatars. So Windows 8, if you switch over to it, I mean, how would that work? Is it some, well, I guess it would have to be linked to your XBLA account, and that probably just transfers over then. Yeah, when I'm playing, like right yeah. now, I've got Solitaire up, and I'm logged into Xbox Live. If, if you looked at Xbox Live, it would probably tell you I'm playing... Solitaire. On Windows? Probably on Windows. Okay. So. Gotcha. Okay. Got it. So, got it, got it. Okay, next thing, um, I was kind of wondering if this might be a good thing for the achievement hounds. But uh, it looks like uh, Xbox Live region switching is now available in a much better format uh, than was available previously. Uh, basically, it's something that you can do. Uh, there's a time limit uh, where it's uh, once every three months you can switch your region. And uh, there's some caveats to it. So uh, they say uh, migration through the system will allow users to retain their gamer score, those hard-earned achievements, Microsoft points, 
remaining time on the gold membership and their profile. What won't make the move to region? What won't make the move is access to region-specific apps, subscriptions, and some content that's blocked in other location due to legal or regional restrictions. And then uh, Microsoft has said about this, before you change your region, make sure you've downloaded any purchased content that you want to keep, like movies or music. Content purchases aren't refundable. Switching between regions, again, can only be done once every three months. So, um, you know, for people that are moving around, you know, around the globe or that want to uh, somehow, you know, get some kind of benefit from it, uh, you know, you got this uh, thing that you can do now. Hopefully, you're not moving around any more than once in three months. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, especially, okay, you know, moving within a region or even within a city, moving across the street is bad enough, but moving around the globe is horrible. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's where you kind of have to leave stuff behind and, well, anyway, that's that. All right. Rob, this next yes, one, sir. man. Oh, my gosh. You talk about not having any money. This next one could seriously break the bank. Are you familiar with the whole Skylanders phenomenon? I have lived through it vicariously through you. <laughs> well, I didn't. I did. I learned my lesson the first time and did not get into oh, Skylanders Giants. So. You did not learn your lesson. I did. And there's no way I'm getting onto the next new bandwagon, but. <laughs> Uh, Disney has seen the light of, of the money machine that, uh, that Activision has with Skylanders franchise. And they have decided to come out with what they're calling the Inf Disney Infinity. Now, I've seen some trailers on this, and essentially, it's a Skylanders type of game. Only it's with Disney characters in Disney worlds. And you get the little, they have a portal as well. And you get the little care, you get the little game, the toys that you stick on the portal, just like in Skylanders, and it puts that character into the game. But they're all Disney characters from our, you know, uh, from Disney movies. And when you buy the original package, the starter pack is going to be seventy five dollars, uh, seventy four ninety nine, and you will get um, Jack Sparrow from Pirates of the Caribbean. You get um, the Incredibles, Mister Incredible. And Sully from Monsters, uh, Monsters Inc. So, those are the three that come with the with the game. Now, they say that play sets are going to be thirty four ninety nine each. We still don't have a clarification on what a play set is, um, but the 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 starter pack will have the three figures. Oh, okay. Uh, the the play sets. Okay, so. I'm sorry. The the starter pack comes with the three figures, the portal, and their three respective play sets. So it's like you get a Pirates of the Caribbean kind of area, and you get the Monsters Inc. area, and then you get an Incredibles area. Okay, so you get their kind of own little areas. Now, here's my understanding of the game so far, of what I have I've seen and read about it, is that in the actual game, you cannot take Sully out of his playset. You cannot take that character and, excuse me, put him into the Jack Sparrow Pirates of the Caribbean playset. Now, there's supposedly a free roam portion of the game, which then they can kind of do their own thing. 
but in the actual campaign, if you will, you're restricted to only characters from that. Um, what is it I'm trying to say? From so you can only use Monsters Inc. characters in the Monsters Inc. playset. You could not bring Mister Incredible or Jack Sparrow into that game, which okay. to me kind of is pointless because Skylanders doesn't matter what you do, you can bring everybody in. Now, the only difference, like with Skylanders, there's certain areas where you have to have, like, a fire element to unlock a door. So they kind of built in, like, oh, well, you can't access this with a starter kit, so you need to go out and buy more characters. But you, if you have to have them open that, but you can still, once you're in that zone, you can still drop a, a second player can join you and drop in any character. They don't have to be of the fire element. So this one, if I'm playing in the campaign... I don't want to be restricted by Des playsets and, and, and by only having to bring in, you know, Mr. Incredible. That means I cannot, with the playset, I couldn't have my son and I couldn't play the campaign because he couldn't bring Sully into the Mr. Incredible's universe or to the Pirates of the Caribbean universe. So it, it looks like it's restricted to single player unless you go and buy other Pirates of the Caribbean toys that you can add into that universe you know, or you do the kind of a free roam thing where, you know, and I we haven't seen what that's going to be yet. But to me, it doesn't sound so hot to start with. And I kind of think I'm wondering if Disney's kind of making a mistake by not allowing the characters to job, jump into different universes because I think that would be the fun of it. You know, taking can you imagine taking Mike and Sully into, you know, into the Cars Land? <laughs> Take him into Borderlands. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. That'd be the cool one. So, um, let's see if I don't remember if they named a time when this is coming out. But um, it's supposed to arrive. Oh, this June. Okay, so it comes out this summer. And um, I don't know. I, I'm just not thinking it's going to be uh, basically that great. The... The free roam area is what's what they call the toy box. So it's a sandbox area where all the characters can meet up and go nuts together, as you say. Um, I, but I don't know what you're going to do in the toy box. I don't know if you can bring in, you know, that that's kind of my only concern. Um, that you're limited to the play sets. Only the figures can that come with it have access to it. I don't know. What, what do you think? Because Disney said that in their presentation that some fans would rather not see universes mashed up and have and have chosen enclosed character-specific mechanics, yeah. customizations, and gameplay in the original realms. Purists would be upset. We don't want to upset anybody. But this game's for kids. It's, it's well, it's geared at adults to get... It's geared for kids to sucker their parents into buying it. That's and all the crap that goes with it. That's what it is. <laughs> Dude, you know, when it comes to kids, I know what happens like when my son goes nutty when there's like parsley sprinkled on top of his spaghetti <laughs> because that doesn't belong there. <laughs> they do it for the kids. Yeah. Because it says in the toy box, um, 
players can earn stars and toys, which can then be brought back to the toy box and even traded between characters in the toy box. Jack Sparrow can make use of the monster's rideable pig, or Mr. Incredible can use Sparrow's pirate grenades. Disney's goal is to make anything possible while pushing all but stories and settings together. Um, so I, I don't know. We'll we'll have to see how this turns out, but um, it's definitely going to be expensive. Uh, I mean, think about how big the Disney universe is. Oh my goodness, you know, and they're going to sell every. So yeah. I, I mean, if you watch a trailer, I saw, you know, cars and. Uh, you saw the Cars guys and Toy Story guys, and think of every all the Pixar movies, and you know anything in the past ten years that Disney's put out, they can build a set and characters, and it'll never yeah. it'll never end. It's going to be the game that never quits. <laughs> yeah, and you know you have Stormtroopers and Radiator Springs, and yeah, and now we got Star Wars as yeah. well. So yeah, they could put a Star Wars thing in there, which I'm sure they'll they'll put in, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm just not too hip on them restricting the universes. I think it would be fun to kind of mix it up, but that's just me. Yeah. So let us know. I'm I'm curious what the community thinks on on this. Are you would you are you glad to see it limited and restricted, or would you rather just see it like a free roam in the in the campaign? Obviously, we got the toy box, but I'm talking about the campaign side. Would you rather be able to pull in people from anywhere and just have fun? So. Okay. Okay. Uh, next thing is for uh, Splinter Cell Blacklists. Um, there was a, was it IGN? Uh, I don't know what you would call it. It's not a trailer, a little video of these uh, two dudes talking. Uh, they were talking about how, the release date for this is now August 20th, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, August 20th. And I guess the big question is, if this is you know, coming out in August, what does that mean for the next generation of the consoles? Now, what do you think this means, Mark? I have no idea. <laughs> No, in terms of tie, you know, the timing. I mean, it's a, you know, all of the Splinter Cells. I mean, they're pretty big titles, and they're like totally cross-platform, and uh-huh. they do very well. So, if this is coming out in August, do you think that there is going to be a new Xbox in our future soon? Oh. Oh, there is. There's going to be a new Xbox. It's going yeah. to be announced well, of at course E3. There will. I mean, but the thing is, if it's if this is coming out on August twentieth, does that mean that maybe the new Xbox will come out sooner, or it'll come out later, or, or what? I honestly kind of expect. I'm kind of expecting because I know they like to change it up, and everybody always expects the consoles to come out in November. Yes. I honestly wouldn't be surprised. To see Microsoft come out and say um, at E3 the console's available tomorrow, you know, or July Fourth weekend or something. I mean, the, the the earlier they can, because if Sony, you know, Sony's coming out too. So right now there's that jump on who's going to announce it first. Okay, so if they're going to have competition with Sony, and and if they feel that Sony's going to release in November, why not release yours in? several months before that you're going to get the jump on them again 
I I would not be surprised to see a new console earlier than November. You know, I kind of have a problem with the November releases for the consoles. And that's that traditionally, at least with the last two Xboxes, I really haven't gone after any of the other systems, so I'm not going to really comment towards those. But with the Xboxes, you know, they've come out, you know, late in the year and you can't get them. It is like virtually impossible to get them. Right. And it's annoying because, you know, you want to play these or you want to have this for the holidays, you know, but you can't. You just physically can't get your hands on a copy unless, you know, you overpay on eBay or you go through all these lengths, or I guess you pre-order. <laughs> all, you could do that. All of my little rants here always get trumped by just, just pre-order. But, you know, it, it's just annoying just because of the supply. And I know that it's partially demand, you know, because everybody loves them. But, you know, for those people that don't pre-order, you know, you'll have to go without for quite some time. So for me, I think it would make sense let's say if they have a September release or whatnot, late summer, September release, then the people who want it, you know, can get it before the Christmas rush or they can, you know, do a better dispersion of these things. You, you know what I'm saying? Right. Well, it just depends on how many they got pumped out, you know, for manufacturing right now. And yeah, you know, can they keep that quiet? I mean, you know, if they've got them, if they're going to release them, then I would say they probably got to be spitting them out right now. You know, I don't know. I don't know how long it takes them to put a box together. You know, how long does it take them to spit out the chips and put everything together and make the hardware and then box it up and put it in a pile, you know, ready to ship? How how long does it, that process take? That I don't know. So maybe they would have to already have them. You know, do they have them already ready? Are they already built and ready to go? Or or you know, can they say they're going to start it in May and have a whole bunch ready? You know, will they have a million ready to go by June? I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. It's a the, hard, the hardware is a tough thing. And, you know, they've been supposedly working on it for a long time. Because, you know, I would imagine that in some fashion, they started on the new Xbox when the 360 got released. You know what I'm saying? Because usually that's how it kind of goes. Right. So they've had years to develop this thing. You know, granted, the chipsets could change and, you know, things could get swapped out and design could, you know, have it. they could have a different look to it. But, you know, as as long as that's nailed down, as long as that's locked down, you know, they can start cranking these things out like crazy. And then the software, which is the big pain, that can always get updated, you know, as soon as you bring it up. Right. Or, you know, through the, the media or whatever. I mean, that's totally changeable. On a, on a little side note, I've heard that there's um, outfits out in uh, China where if you're a company and you want to put out an Android tablet, what they will basically do is, like, you just tell them what features you want and they just kind of slap it all together. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it literally can take something like days. Right. It, you know? They'll basically say, okay, you know, you want these ports, you know, what kind of processor, whatever. And they've got it down so much that they can literally just slap the whole thing together and say, okay, this is yours. We put your logo on here and we can start building them immediately. 
That's all so, that cheap child labor. Oh, that's well. Some of it is child labor, probably, but <laughs> but I mean, it's just amazing how things have changed. You know, where like the manufacturing stuff is just crazy over there. Yep. Foxconn and all those. I mean, it just amazes me. Also, like you know, even with something like with the iPhone, it just amazes me how they can output so many. You know what I mean? Like these it, things. These... No, that's what I'm saying about like an Xbox. I mean, maybe they can slap one together in a matter of an hour. You know, from start to finish. Maybe it takes a week. I don't know per 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 box. I I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, even something like. Uh... Like that uh, cell phone, the Samsung Galaxy S3. Uh-huh. Didn't they sell something like 10 million in the first month? Quite a few. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was some cr- crazy number. So those and the iPhones just sell like hotcakes, man. Yeah, it's but insane. I mean, how ma- It just boggles my mind. How how many production lines do you need just to make 10 million units for your first month? Right, I know these console manufacturers usually have, I think for the 360, they had three different factories putting them out. I don't see that they would do more than that for the new one. Um, But, uh, you know, yeah, I don't know how how long it takes. And and they still run into supply shortages. So even with three factories pumping them out as fast as they can. But I, I do think, you know, to get back on track, I don't, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised to see the three, the next 360 come out before the end of the year, or, you know, coming out maybe this cool. summer. Uh, they would get the jump on Sony, and I mean, it would help them, you know, plain and simple. They'd have that many more months of lead, um, and that's what it's all a game. It's a game between these companies. Sony wants to do it. They're talking the other day. They were talking about possibly um, and having their announcement before E3. On the, the next PlayStation, you know, because they really want to, they want to announce first before Microsoft does. So. Yeah, get the press first. Yep. But in a way, I think it'd be better for Microsoft to say, that's okay, you go ahead and announce yours. We're not, we don't care. Because then anything they do, they'll, they'll get, you know, they should have information like release date, price point, and then they can undercut them. Oh, we're going to release a month early and we're going to be $100 cheaper. You know, I mean... <laughs> Unless they have that information, or if they're not really concerned about it, but it'll be it'll be interesting. Um, I do think a lot of these games that are coming out this year, such as Splinter Cell, I think we're going to see it on. You're definitely going to see it on 360, and I wouldn't be surprised to see them building it, you know, or or um, moving it over and having it available for the new hardware as well. But what I don't think is that. I don't think it's going to be a game that was designed on that new hardware. It was designed for on the 360, you know. So it'll just be like a mod to the new platform. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't think we'll see much different. I don't think they'll really, you know, uh, you, stuff like that's probably not going to be taking advantage of anything new. Um, it's probably just, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna put it on there, and then we're gonna start. You know, moving forward, um, once that thing's out, they may be developing with that in in mind. But then again, they they maybe have been building. You know, the the devs have had this for a while because they want games to come out. They want games available for that platform when it releases. So maybe it is gonna. Maybe it was designed on that, and they're gonna mod it over to the 360 as well, and have two copies. You know, 
I think we're going to see a lot of that type of stuff for a while, where it's on both platforms. Mm-hmm. I mean, that just kind of goes without saying. It's what they've done in the past. So yeah. But all right. Okay. Um, Rob, you were talking a minute ago about how the with the the, the poker game, how you're going to see your avatar and stuff. Well, like I said, I'm already logged in. Uh, Xbox Live is already available really through Windows 8. You're, you're logging mm-hmm. into Xbox Live. Um, and it was available previously with, uh, uh, was it Windows, Games for Windows Live. But um, games are coming, okay, to Windows. So Microsoft has brought their popular Xbox Live arcade games to PC. And also Microsoft Surface. So if you're a Surface user, this will also be of uh, use to you. And this is going to be through its new program called Microsoft Play. Uh, it's going to launch with 15 well-known Xbox games uh, that will be available, and users will be able to access their own Xbox gamer tag statistics and even a new marketplace to down marketplace down the road. Um, now, diehard XBLA fans, you might be a little disappointed. Uh, the starting titles are a bit older. Um, there's stuff such as um, uh, Hydro Thunder and... Um, Toy Soldiers Cold War and you know Ilo Milo and stuff like that are in here, but it's it's a start. We'll get some out there, and they've got some new stuff like the Solitaire, uh, Mahjong and stuff, the Minesweeper, which are all part of Windows 8. Um, they're going to be in there. So, but uh, that um, that'll I think we you know that'll be good for Windows 8, and uh, we'll go. Or if it works, I mean, I don't know about you, Rob, but uh, all of a sudden, like when I try to go into the store or I try to go into my email, they don't launch anymore. Those apps no longer launch. And it's like, you know how you get like the little icon in the middle and then you get the spinning, the little spinning circle? Where? When you like from the Metro interface. Yeah. Okay. If you click like the store. You get the little shopping bag with the little Windows emblem on it. It's like supposed to be in your middle of your screen. Yeah. Mine, when it does that, then it pops up. Like it's up in the top left now, and the little circle showing you that it's loading is up in the far left circle, and the the app never loads. The store never loads up. Same with the Hotmail. It they stopped working all of a sudden. They no longer work. <laughs> so I don't oh. know. I don't know what happened. So, but uh, my games still work. That I launched through, through there. But uh, yeah, so I just opened it, and I mean, it, it's fine. Yeah, I don't know. Personal it, problem. It no worky worky for me. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right. So uh, a little bit of AMD and Nvidia news, I guess, is that uh, over the past couple of uh, months or year or whatever. There's been a whole bunch of executives that have been jumping ship. Uh, they've been leaving AMD and heading over to NVIDIA. And there's been allegations, uh, which include a lawsuit, of AMD executives uh, basically bringing over confidential information about the 360, or the 720, not the 360, the Xbox 720 and the PS4 and uh, giving it to the rival. So, you know, we'll kind of see what happens with that and... And I also heard an interesting thing uh, where in, you know, the next couple of years, I guess, 
NVIDIA is kind of out of the whole scene because uh, I know in the 720 it's an AMD processor and is the same thing with the PlayStation 4 then? Oh, uh, the video's cards are all um, AMD. Yeah. So that console, the little portable console that NVIDIA demoed at CES, the name of it escapes me now. Do you remember what it is? Uh, No. <laughs> anyway, whatever it's called. The NVIDIA whatever. <laughs> that whole thing was actually created because of uh, the lack of NVIDIA parts and next-gen consoles. So they're looking to profit from, you know, something over the next couple of years, you know, whether it's, you know, th- you know, well, they lost out on the console, so they're just looking to make some money on a portable device. So, well, we'll see what happens with that. So, you know, I know these guys in the executive positions, they always sign non-disclosure agreements and stuff like that. So, It'll be interesting to see what plays out with this lawsuit because, uh, you know, I guess they could get themselves into a lot of hot water. I suppose. I suppose. And now, did that article talk about, I thought, didn't that mention the hardware that was going into to the Xbox? Maybe that mm. was somewhere else I read it. Yeah, I don't think or it was so. just, oh, I guess it was just they had the video. There was like, um, the PlayStation's getting like an AMD 7000 series card, and I think the Xbox is going to be based on a 6000 series uh, AMD video card or something to that effect. But Oh, yeah. Um, the 720 is going to have a PowerPC and uh, some kind of. Uh... Like I think the high-end GPU. That they right. Have. I'm really surprised PowerPC is still around. <laughs> Didn't Apple buy them or something? I do not know. Hmm. Okay. So. All right. Next. Uh, you remember the that awesome trailer we saw last E3 for Star Wars 1313? And everybody was talking about this is going to be released um, uh, on next-gen hardware. Yeah. Well, never mind. The <laughs> Never mind, I just saw that my story has been debunked. <laughs> they had an update to it. Uh, never mind. It may still be on next-gen <laughs> hardware. The story was debunked. <laughs> They've updated it since I, I had added it to our thing. There was a story saying it was going to be released on the PS3, but um, yeah, so that kind of led everybody to thinking that it was going to be on the 360 as well, but the report has uh, been uh, proven to be false. So we still don't know if Star Wars 1313 is going to be on next-gen hardware or current-gen or both. So we'll let you know when we find out the truth. Okay. Then uh, this year's Game Developers Contest, Conference, the Game Developers Conference, uh, is going to be in late March, March 25th through the 29th. And it looks like Bungie is going to be uh, talking about Destiny. Uh, There's going to be, uh, which is their new title, uh, if you guys uh, remember. So, you know, I guess uh, Bungie's done with Halo, and they've moved on, so Destiny is going to be their new cash cow. Anyway, so there's going to be um, a session that Bungie's going to have called 
the Brave New World New Bungie IP. And it's going to cover the studio's approach in putting together Destiny's original setting, where they say a place where the next 10 years of great Bungie adventures will unfold. So that might be kind of interesting uh, to see what comes out of that. And, uh, you know, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of an interesting situation that they're in because when they originally did the original Halo, I would, I would have imagined that they never thought there would be so many of them. Oh no, probably not. And the story would, that the story would grow as, you know, as much as it has because heck that came out, what, 10, 12 years ago. Yeah, I think it's like everybody's dream that it becomes some mega hit, but how f- how you know how few actually do reach that type of level. Yeah, but imagine if Bungie back then, while they were scripting uh, the original Halo, if they could actually even conceive what it would eventually evolve into, like this, you know. This huge world, you know, because back then, I mean, you just scripted your game and that was it. Yeah. You know, because there was nothing like this, like these games that they have right now, this huge following, this huge world, this huge ongoing story. So it's interesting that Bungie's actually, you know, they're able to kind of start over and go over everything they've learned over the past dozen years and... I don't say do things right, but to do things smarter. Maybe that's a better way to put it. So it'll be something interesting to see, uh, you know, what happens with this thing when uh, the GDC happens. And uh, what, that's going to be two months prior to E3? I'm not sure the date of it. Yeah, because I think E3 is, what, like mid-June? It's like June 6th or so. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's going to be our next little vestige of news then in GDC. two months when GDC happens. Yeah, it'll be neat. What I think is cool about the whole Bungie thing is that you know typically when you get, when they build a new IP, mm-hmm. you're like, I hope this IP. You always build it with the hopes that you can do a sequel. You know, and this time they're like, Yep, we're going to be building many games over the next ten years. And I mean, it. it to, I mean, they've reached that such superstardom of a developer that they're going into it like, yeah, we're here for the long term. This is a this is a franchise. You know, they're coming into it with a whole different viewpoint. You know, which is interesting. Let's. I hope that the game is. I hope it's great and successful. You know, um, that'll be cool. I, yeah. I'm looking forward to see what they can do because um, we got a great game in in uh, Halo. And I think 343 has done a, a great justice to it. They've, they've continued the legacy. So we're not losing anything in Halo. And now we're going to get another great Bungie game. I think this is awesome. You know, this really was a win for gamers when it comes, you know, to the Halo and you know, the franchise and what Bungie's bringing next. So it, it's good news all around. And it'll be cool to see what they say. Maybe get a little insight to what the next game is going to be about. Because I think it's still going to be kind of like a space... Um, shooter type of thing. Yeah. Just different storyline type of stuff, but... Space opera. Exactly, space opera. So... All right, cool. Yep. 
Uh, Max Payne 3 is getting their final shot of DLC on January 22nd. It'll be a pack called Deathmatch, uh, Deathmatch Made in Heaven. And this will be released uh, for the price of 800 Microsoft points, which is $10, in North America on January 22nd. And in Europe, it, it arrives on January 30th. Deathmatch Made in Heaven is an action-packed doozy stuffed with new co-op and competitive modes, plus other awesome treats for Max Payne 3 multiplayer. So um, if you are a big Max Payne fan, look for Max Payne fan. <laughs> did I say that backwards? I think I did. Um, look for this DLC here at the end of the month. So it's cool. I, that was a fun game, man. That was a terrific game. Done? Yeah. yeah, that's it, man. <laughs> okay. Short, right. simple, man. The rest of this is just short, simple. We're almost done. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, February fifteenth. There's uh, a little bit of sad news for Halo Two multiplayer on the PC, and servers are getting shut down. So if you're playing Halo Two on your PC, then get your gaming in, get it in, get it in, get it in, because you've got uh, less than a month left. It's almost like three weeks, one, one, two, three, like three and a half weeks left, and it's going to go bye-bye. And then I find that amazing that people are still playing Halo 2 on the PC multiplayer. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, really? You've got other options. (laughs) Yeah. You know, there's an interesting thing in this article on uh, Kotaku about this. I thought this was kind of funny, where it goes, uh, if you remember the last time something like this happened in 2010, as Microsoft was retiring support for the original Xbox Live, about a dozen people managed to stay on past the deadline. One kept his connection going for a full month before getting booted. <laughs> yeah. That's I remember, funny. I remember that. Yeah. That was... They finally said, you know, Microsoft was cool about it. It's like, all right, we'll just let it go for a while. Yeah, let him finish. <laughs> they finally his game. said, all right, we're we gotta go. <laughs> Thank you. Come again. <laughs> so anyway, uh, September, September, February fifteenth <laughs> is the day. All righty. Well. Rob, you know, we've talked a lot about pre-orders and bonuses and, um, you know, I don't know if you're familiar with this. We always talk about Best Buy, GameStop, and Amazon tend to be kind of the three big places and Walmart, but Best Buy, GameStop, and Amazon always seem to have the pre-order bonuses, you know, specific to them, uh, at least here in the States. Um, But Microsoft Store has is now i think you know i've seen at the end of the year that they were kind of like trying to seems like get into the game of selling stuff to people and well now they got a pretty decent offer going on some of 2013's biggest names if you pre-order one of the selected xbox 360 games that i'm about to read you can get 1600 microsoft points for free that's $20 of Xbox Live content for your $60 pre-order purchase. Uh, there's 10 games that are on this. So this includes Grand Theft Auto V, Bioshock Infinite, Tomb Raider, Lost Planet 3, Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, Crisis 3, Army of Two, The Devil's Cartel, 
Tiger Woods PGA Tour 14, Dead Space 3, and South Park The Stick of Truth. This offer is valid until April 6th or when a game is released, and as it's no longer a pre-order then, obviously. So, you know, you might want to, if you're looking to pre-order some of these things, you know, might want to check over those pre-order items, what you're going to get, and then compare it as, would you rather have $20 in Xbox credit, Microsoft points? That's kind of a pretty cool deal, if you ask me. Because uh, yeah. I could definitely use 1,600 points all the time. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, I remember what, just before the holidays, they actually had some decent deals. And I think at that time, they also had uh, the 1,600-point card. Oh, yeah. Whatever the title was, I remember I was looking at it through, this, through that uh, Microsoft store and also looking at Amazon and... The MS deal was a lot better. It was just a question of shipping. Right. I don't know if they'll ship for free or not. You know, a lot of these stores will, but... I don't think that... I think it was they didn't do release date shipping. Oh, that'll hurt you. I think that was uh, the dealio. The jury's still out on whether Amazon does it. Yeah. (laughs) Every time I turn around to get something new, it's like... Wait a minute! It, it's it's never clear. It's like the it's like it changes every time. Is this release day? Is this not release day? Do I got to pay extra? Do I not? <laughs> yeah. So. But anyways. They're fickle. They, they are. Nights. So, but don't forget to check out the Microsoft Store. Yeah. So it's a new place to possibly get a good deal. Yep. Yep. Okay, and then uh, one last bit of uh, news here is. They released that Tomb Raider will not have a demo or any kind of season pass. So the reason why they said that they weren't going to do a demo was because that they didn't want to spoil the experience for people, whether it was to you know leak out part of the story or you know make you play the game and then you know you got to wait a while <laughs> to actually you know get the final release. You know, they basically decided they're going to just make everybody wait to release date. And uh, the no season pass like thing. cop out to me. Yeah. As I imagine, you know, just coding a demo is a lot of work. You know, because you got to give a limited portion of the game. you got to make sure it all works and everything. And I imagine they probably just didn't want to go through that. They just don't want to spend the money. Yeah. But whatever. Hey, it's Tomb Raider. And uh, no season pass is interesting because, you know, season passes seem to be all the rage nowadays. Yeah, but uh, if it's a campaign only, there's no, I don't see that there's multiplayer. And it sounds like it's a campaign only game, then that would make sense. Yeah. Unless true, there's multiplayer true. in it, but I have not seen or heard anything about multiplayer yet. <laughs> yeah. So that's that. All right. That's it. That is all. Okay, so Rob, you were correct. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta take back. I was wrong. Um, the guy that sent us the email earlier, Mr. PJ, that was an email to us. Um, yeah. The form yes. email is coming up here in our community topic. So I'm yeah, sorry, okay, that Rob. Was the one. I'm sorry. I lied. I lied. I, I didn't want to call you out on there, but since you admitted the oh. mistake. Okay. So, anyways. Join us um, in our Facebook group. Uh, look for us, the Six Box Life. 
You can email us, contact at this xboxlife.com or via the form. Um, if you don't want us to know your email, I think it puts it in anyways, doesn't it? Even on the oh, form. it asks you for it. Oh, so there's no way around it. Yeah. Um, Up at top, it asks you your name, your email, and your gamer tag. I think you can put a fake email. So if you don't want us to know your email address, not that we're going to do anything with it. We don't. Yeah. But um, you can put a fake one in. But um, Twitter.com forward slash this Xbox Life. And, of course, uh, we have a voicemail. And, you know, I can't. no one used it this week. Nope. What up with that? I know, right? We did validate that it worked, right? Unlike the email form. (laughs) Yes, it does work. All right. Okay, so anyways, this email. uh, I'm going to let you read this one, Rob. Okay. Okay, so um, this is from Mark Nocturnal. Writes in, hi guys, on a past show you mentioned that the MLB 2K series would continue. However, you also said that there had not been a game in the series for a few years. Come on, there have been, or there's been, again, there has been a game every year since the Xbox 360 launch. How could you forget the ad for MLB 2K12 with delicious Kate Upton? Not to get all ranty, good job with the podcast. I'm a big fan, yours truly, Mark Nocturnal. We're such total dweebs. <laughs> <laughs> when I, we got that, I was like, no, there wasn't. And I went and looked it up, and sure enough, there's not there's not been a year that a baseball game wasn't released. And I could have swore we talked about this in one of our previous shows you know, where they stopped doing the baseball games on the Xbox. Was and it I, the I mean, baseball I don't or play basketball? Them, so. It was something that I know that they stopped. No, because there was uh, EA stopped with their NBA Live. They, they canceled it, so there was only the 2K Sports had theirs. But it's like, I thought that 2K Sports was the only ones putting out a baseball game, and I thought we had a year or two ago where they did not put one out. I, I could have swore we talked about it in a previous show where it was announced they weren't doing one, but I went back, he's correct. Yeah. Mark McDonald's correct. They've put one out every year. So I, I don't know if I was thinking of... Some other game. Um, I could have swore it was baseball. I just haven't played yeah. them. That's why I didn't even think about it. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember us talking about that. So I don't know what, what we were talking about that a year or two ago where they stopped making them and it was no longer available. But maybe it was a talk about it and then they decided to do it anyways. I have no clue. So apologize, and I'm glad someone yeah. called us out on it. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. See, I, I forgot everything from last year, anyway. So, see, this just shows we need we need someone to take over for us. We need to retire and just let new new blood come in and do the show from now on. Or get or get fact checkers, like Mark. <laughs> exactly. To keep us. To, or no, no, we were testing everybody. That's it. We were just making we were sure testing everybody. everybody. Yeah. Mark passed. <laughs> <laughs> everybody else failed. Yeah. So. But on on uh, on a side note, uh, Gears of War has been canceled. Uh, they were there will not be another Gears of War game put out on the Xbox. So okay. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's our fact checking question for this week. There you go. <laughs> yes. So. All right. I believe that's it. That's it. Because guess what, Rob? Still no new games this week. No new games. It's, yeah. But next week, 
next, next week, week is the onslaught. Well, not an onslaught. It's one game and it's a it's a redo. Hitman Trilogy HD comes out on the 29th, but then yeah, we start getting it looks like we start getting weekly releases going forward. So yeah, so got it, Dead Space. Yeah, that's... you got another you've got another Brain Age coming out for your 3DS. Uh, yay. <laughs> yeah. Aliens Colonial Marines. That's the one I'm looking forward to in early February. I know you want to play that, Rob. Oh, With the lights I'm, off. I'm too scared. Too scared. Crisis 3, Tomb Raider, MLB 2K13. <laughs> so, yep. Yeah, look at all those. Uh-oh. Tomb uh-oh. Raider on the I just saw something here. What is this? Look at this. Sniper Elite V2 Silver yeah, R Edition. I was just looking at that. Um, this looks like... For 30 like, bucks. What is that for 30 bucks? It's probably the game with the... It probably includes the uh, DLC. It doesn't state... Just, doesn't state any details on it. Yeah. I'll bet you that's all it is. It's because it's Silver Star Edition. It's the same includes cover. Includes bonus content, five additional DLC packs, including in this Assassinate the Fuhrer. Yeah. Five additional DLC packs. Yeah. That's what it says on the box. <laughs> the front cover. I'll read again. Includes bonus content, five additional DLC packs, including Assassinate the Fuhrer. Yeah, it's just going to be, yeah, it's that's okay. You want me to read it again? Nope. Okay. It's not. I thought maybe it was like a new Sniper Elite game. That's what I got excited about. So, I hope they do another one. That was cool. So, but anyways, we got some stuff coming out here so we can do some new games again here pretty soon. Yeah, Gears. Oh, what's this? The Walking Dead Survival Instinct? Oh, you know what? I got to talk about that for a minute. I'm glad you brought that up. Actually, that's, that's coming up right after uh, uh, Microsoft Messenger gets shut down. <laughs> this game, Survival Instinct, this is this is that first-person shooter Walking oh, Dead Oh, yeah, game. yeah, yeah. And I don't know if you've seen trailers for this, but it looks horrible. It looks so horrible. I, I've seen some trailers. I'm like, are you kidding me? This is not going to be one. I think I may end up having to skip this one, even though it's got Daryl and Meryl. I I think I might have to skip it, man. It looks just uh, it, bad. You know, <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. It looks really cheesy. I, I they they I expect a lot more, really. I it's just you know, nah. It comes out with the same day as Gears of War Judgment. I'll go with Gears of War Judgment. <laughs> and the GameStop pre-order bonus for this thing is a Walker ear keychain. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> oh, you know what? You want to talk about disgusting. But... Did you see the pre-order bonus? Or No, it wasn't a pre-order bonus. Um, Dead, Spa- uh, Dead Island... Um... The UK version of, ah, I'm trying to find it. I don't remember if it was, uh, what's that new release coming out for Dead Island? Um, it, it was, uh, the, yeah. here it is. It's a statue. Okay, um, Dead Island Riptide Zombie Bait Edition. 
It comes with a bloody torso of a woman. Have you seen it? No, I don't want to look. Dude, no, you got to look at this. I got to no, send this no, to no, you. No. Yeah, I you, don't want it. I don't want it. to see this. I don't want it. Don't send it to me because if you send it to me, I'll be forced to click. Oh, no. <laughs> I, no, I you have it. to look at it. I hate you. It, that, I mean, I want to know what you think. Can you imagine buying that? It's a it's a torso. Oh, hey, and all it it's is not is... as bad as I thought it would be. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what you get in the box. Let me get a better look at this. The funny thing is, is that they shortly Deep Silver shortly afterwards. It was like an hour after they released the news story on this. They came out and apologized for yeah. this, and they said, "We sincerely regret this choice, and that it is committed to making sure this will never happen again." Yet we don't know if they've pulled this. It, they didn't yeah. say they pulled this torso statue. So there's going to be like thousands of these on a clearance <laughs> website somewhere. Oh, uh, this this might be one of those you might have to pick up just because of the controversy over. It, but it's so disgusting. So, yeah. but anyways, that if if you guys haven't seen the the um, Dead Island Riptide Zombie Bait Edition uh, torso. You guys might want to look it up and see what we're talking about. Yeah. It's pretty gruesome. So, it, but it, and it's not as bad as you would think. <laughs> at the same time, it I is. Think, I thought it would be a lot worse. Wow, I think that's pretty. I thought it would be a lot worse. Can you imagine where are you going to sit that? You think you're going to put that on your shelf? <laughs> Coffee table. It's oh, it's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it into work. Yeah, exactly. Put it on the yeah. desk. There you go. That'll get some people. You'll you'll be talking to security pretty. Oh yeah, <laughs> you'll be talking to HR and then security. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, all right. Well, I think that's it, Rob. You got anything else? No, sir. All right. Well, if you listen to us on iTunes, please rate us five stars. We appreciate it. Um, and again, uh, we always look forward to emails, voicemails, um, whatever you got. Let us know your. Send it. Let us know what you think. Send it. Send it. And I promise, we promise, we promise, no gun talk next week. It's done. Yay! Done. So back to gaming, all gaming. I don't care if they come out and say no more violent video games allowed to be released. Well, if they did say that, we might have to talk about it. But Yeah, we can talk about it. We talk that. about the games only. That's yeah. it. All right. So yeah. uh, we'll get back on target. Apologize if, uh, you know, for where we've ranted. So, um, But anyways, if you guys uh, are out there and you want to play a game, hit us up on Xbox Live. Rob needs Borderlands 2 help, but don't expect to talk to him because he doesn't have a headset. He does. He just won't plug it in. I think it's too technical for him. Yeah, I got to find that little jobber that goes in the bottom of the the controller. Yeah. And if you're looking for Black Ops 2 uh, multiplayer, want to jump in a party, hit me up. I'm loving the game. It's a party. So... I am Mark, a.k.a. Wingman709, taking off. And I'm Rob, also known as Presar. Thanks for listening, everybody. Catch you all next week. Mm-hmm.